This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's a thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. This is Nick. This is Jack. And today's car pod is the best one yet. Feels like a T-Boy. T-Boy is the top three pop business news stories you need to know today. But this year-end bonus episode is our top three car stories from 2023. So here's what Nick and I think. If you've ever driven a car, built a car, sold a car, or strapped a seatbelt onto yourself, this show is for you. Oh, and if your buddy is designing pistons up in Detroit, <laughs> you're going to want to send him this episode. Yeah, and if you do send this episode, then show us your share. Yeah, show us. You'll be entered to win a free kit of T-Boy merch and two tickets to a T-Boy live show next year. In the meantime, Jack, I am strapped in like a passenger princess. <laughs> what do we got for today's car pod? For our first story, it's about Mercedes from June 20th. Mercedes-Benz created the first ever AI car with ChatGPT. Because Mercedes just gave birth to the companionship economy. For our second story, it's Jeep from August 1st. Jeep has a surprise new enemy, the Ford Bronco. Jack and I jumped into the numbers behind the car industry's zero-sum game. And our third and final story is Porsche from October 2nd. Porsche jumped industries from cars to condos. Porsche's luxury apartment building in Miami shows us the cure for a commodity. Or is it Porsche? Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> but yet is before we hit that wonderful mix. Beep, beep, beep. Back it up, back it up, back it up. Because 2023 had more car stories than car parts. Jack, the car industry just had its wildest year since the wheel. Now, this year, new car prices actually fell by 4% compared to last year. No more waiting on parts for your Prius all the way down in Panama. And used car prices, they fell too. You were hoping to get more for your trade-in, and we were too. Then things got wild when Tesla 
started inviting its rivals to use their supercharging network. So apparently now you can charge that Volvo at a Tesla parking spot. But this year is also the year that EV rage started to chill out a little bit. Premature electrification. Meanwhile, Toyota's been saying, I told you so this whole time. Toyota's hybrid cars are the training wheels Americans really want right now. And over in luxury, Rolls-Royce had its most profitable year ever. Thanks to crystal customizations in the backseat of a Rolls-Royce. On the complete other end of the spectrum, VinFast invented the least profitable car ever. A $20,000 <laughs> electric vehicle. And yet the biggest car story, it had to be the strike. For 41 days, car workers from GM, Ford, and Chrysler stopped working on the line. They literally pumped the brakes. But now they're pumping banks. The Detroit auto strike is the biggest strike in a century. In the wildest year for cars since the horse. So besties, grab your chassis. And fill her up with premium unleaded. Or just regular electricity. <laughs> Either way, Jack, <laughs> let's hit our three stories. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, we've got the Mercedes AI car. This is from June 20th. Mercedes and ChatGPT just partnered up for the first ever AI car. And we're witnessing the birth of the companionship economy. Now, Yetis, let's play a little word association here. Jack, here we go. Here we go. When I say Mercedes, what are you picturing? I think huge SUV at a ski resort. At a valet at the hotel. You're not in a Mercedes unless you own a lot of sweaters. You've got to have sweaters on. <laughs> but Mercedes is trying to make themselves full-on Silicon Valley. Yeah, they're doing less Connecticut suburb, more Silicon Valley. Like less Vineyard Vines, more Patagonia fleece. Here's the news. Mercedes-Benz just became the first car to add ChatGPT inside. We're talking heated seats, anti-lock brakes, and an AI voice assistant sitting shotgun. Right now, almost a million Mercedes-Benz drivers can activate ChatGPT in their car. This may be you listening right now. Like, you could actually activate ChatGPT in your Mercedes at this moment. All you have to do is say, hey, Mercedes, I want to join the beta program. And then your car turns into an AI car. It starts talking to you. Now, Yetis, here's what Jack and I thought was really interesting about this story. This new feature, it isn't about commands, it's about conversation. We've been able to command cars for a while now. Yeah, like you can tell your Mercedes to turn down the volume or turn up the AC. Yeah, Alexa does that too. This new feature, it offers conversation with a voice-based AI. So here's how this is going to go down. Let's say you're driving to Philadelphia. You can ask the AI about what restaurant you should go to. You're going to be like, hey, you got anything near Rittenhouse Square? It's going to be like, yeah, do you like Israeli food? I love couscous. Oh, I'll get you a reservation at Zahav. Boom. That was your conversation. You can also say, hey, why is Philadelphia called the city of brotherly love, by the way? And the car is going to pivot. It's going to start talking to you about the history of Philadelphia instead. But it's not just practical applications. You can have like existential conversations. All right, Yetis, here's where things get wild. Instead of passively listening to the radio, you can have a deep conversation about the meaning of life. I mean, Jack, 
heck, you got a two-hour ride down to Philadelphia. You could start, like, sharing things about your childhood. Like, the chat GPT becomes your therapist for the ride. So, Yetis, this is a robo-passenger sitting right there in the car with you all the time. We're talking about AI that just called shotgun on your ride. Luke Skywalker had R2-D2. Yes. You're going to have this AI co-pilot. <laughs> exactly. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies in artificial intelligence? We're witnessing the birth of the companionship economy. Yetis, Jack and I were talking over the weekend and we realized we've never had a true companionship industry at scale. Companionship hasn't been an industry because you get companionship from other people or from pets. Or if you get it from movies, podcasts, and books, those are like another form of companionship. True. But those forms of companionship are one-way relationships. Right. You consume it and that's it. On the other hand, true companionship is a two-way relationship. You engage with each other and have meaningful conversations. Well, with artificial intelligence, we're seeing the potential to commercialize companionship at scale. And that could mitigate the growing loneliness crisis that we have across the world. For example, a Mercedes driver can get companionship while stuck on I-95. And a lonely 95-year-old can get companionship in life. So the way Jack and I see it, a huge opportunity for AI, it's the companionship economy. For a second story, we've got Jeep from August 1st. The iconic Jeep Wrangler was the car of the summer, but now it's losing to a new domestic enemy. Because one bot Bronco is one not bought Jeep. But Yetis, there is no brand that loves bragging about its history more than the Jeep. Americans love their World War II movies. Well, Jeep is basically a World War II hero. Let's go back. June 1940, the U.S. military asked the car industry to develop a cheap, functional 4x4 vehicle. Just 75 days later, the Jeep was unveiled. The Jeep, it was actually known as a general purpose vehicle. GP, general purpose. It was very utilitarian, but they nicknamed that general purpose vehicle a Jeep. That's where the name comes from. And four years after that, Jeeps were being dropped from airplanes into France to fight on the battlefield of D-Day. Let me repeat that. Jeeps were being dropped from airplanes into France on D-Day. The first car to parachute, wasn't it, Jack? Yeah, they parachuted vehicles down to the ground where American Allied soldiers were waiting to drive them to reinvade Europe. Hey, Buick, what were you doing in the 40s? <laughs> But now the tables have turned. Get this, Yetis. Now Jeep is the one getting invaded. Sales of Jeep, the iconic SUV, have fallen for eight straight quarters. And that's not all. Jack and I jumped in T-Boy style and discovered that Jeep has fallen from the number six top-selling car brand to number nine in the United States. Jeep is figuratively stuck in the mud. And Jack, what's the key reason for Jeep's uh, awkward situation right now? They've become way too expensive. Yetis, Jeep has become a four-wheel drive diva. In the last three years, the average price of a Jeep sold has risen by 36% to $55,000. You want to buy a Jeep? Go to Vogue magazine. Anyone tours driving this thing. Did my Jeep Wrangler really need that Bluetooth tow hitch? Now, Yetis, Jack and I should point out that has benefited Jeep. Like it has boosted profits for every Jeep sold. It's been great for Jeep. But some Jeep buyers are ditching Jeep for other brands. Which reminded Jack and I of a funny thing we noticed a year ago. Almost exactly one year ago, we noticed that the Ford Bronco had become the new car of the summer. Ford, they'd resurrected their classic SUV with beach vibes that men and women were loving. These things were getting driven on every beach. Well, today we're looking at the numbers. 
Ford Bronco sales rose by 38% in the first quarter. While Jeep sales are down 17% in the same quarter. Coincidence? I don't even know what a tow hitch is, Jack. So let's just go to the takeaway. (laughs) (laughs) So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Jeep? When it comes to the car industry, it is a zero-sum game. Yetis, last week, Jack and I told you about the rare positive-sum game. And our example was Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer, two movies that didn't compete. They actually helped each other. And together, they set a post-pandemic box office record. But besties, Jack and I want to be clear about something. In most industries, it's not a positive-sum game. In fact, in most industries, it's a zero-sum game. It's a zero-sum game. Ford Bronco's gains are Jeep Wrangler's is lost. That is a zero-sum game. People aren't buying both a Ford Bronco and a Wrangler. They're just buying one of them. Yeah, you don't need two tow hitches, do you, Nick? Still don't know what that means, but no, you don't need both, Jack. Oppenheimer benefited from Barbie and vice versa, but Bronco doesn't benefit from Wrangler. Because when it comes to the car industry, it's a zero-sum game. Canva. Six years ago, Nick and I were designing the pitch deck for our media company. Yeah, we didn't want it to look like some amateur college PowerPoint. We wanted to impress investors. So we made our first pitch deck on Canva. Canva is the easy to use online design platform for presentations, social media posts, physical flyers, anything you can design. Canva turns you into a digital da Vinci, delighting your audience with design. They got these color palettes that you can use. It makes your work look beautiful. We used presentation templates that were available for free and then customized them for our company. And guess what? That summer, we sold that company Market Snacks thanks to the deck we built with Canva. Oh, and funny thing, we still use Canva today for all our design projects. So Yetis, start designing today at canva.com. Canva designed for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yetis, how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottle it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yetis, bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. For our third and final story, we've got the Porsche apartment. Take us back to October 2nd, Nick. Portia, Bentley, and Aston Martin are all opening what we're calling carpartments. Carpartment buildings. Carpartment buildings, yeah. Luxury car brands are expanding from selling cars to selling condos. Ooh, Jack, the spiciest new trend in real estate. What is it, man? It's not a modern farmhouse. No, unfortunately, it's not. It's branded real estate. Luxury brands are sticking their logos on your home. Yeti's New York Times reporting has found that luxury car companies in particular are dipping their toes into real estate. Look at Porsche, Bentley, and Aston Martin. They have all opened or are in the process of opening 
apartment buildings. We are not joking. Jack, can we head on down to Miami and enter the uh, Porsche Tower? The Porsche Tower opened in 2017. The lobby of this building is decked out in the same bronze, red, and black as the Porsche logo is. The doormen are like a Formula One pit crew. Jack, can you describe the elevator for us over there? There is a car elevator where tenants of the building can drive their car into the elevator, push the button for 58, because that's where your apartment is, and all while sitting in your car, go up to the 58th floor and then drive your car into your 58th floor apartment. Yetis, the gym looks like a V12 engine. <laughs> the building has two car driving simulators. That's a two bedroom chassis. So that's the Porsche Tower. But let's head down the beach to Aston Martin Apartments, which are about to open. The Aston Martin Apartments are a 66-story car turned into a skyscraper, as they described it. If you book the penthouse, it literally comes with a sedan. Oh, and that's not all. Also in Miami, they're breaking ground on a Bentley building, too. The lobby is going to have the same diamond-studded leather as the interior of the car. But Yetis, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. We jumped in T-Boy style and we noticed it's not just luxury car brands that are getting into branded real estate. In Italy, four top fashion houses are also selling homes. Fendi, Bulgari, Mizzoni, <laughs> Armani, all of those fashion houses are selling real houses now. In Toronto, Nobu, the famous sushi restaurant, is going from Black Cod to condos. Jack, this is just like the last season of Succession. No spoilers, by the way. This is what Living Plus was. It's extending a non-real estate brand into real estate. But frankly, Yetis, here's what Jack and I are thinking. The more strategic opportunity here, it's branded hotels, not apartment buildings. Yeah, because only the tenants can experience this Porsche building if it were a hotel, many more people could experience Porsche. For example, a Goop Beach Resort, that would do pretty well, wouldn't it, Jack? Every Goop superfan would book a hotel vacation at Goop. Gwyneth would sell more face cream at her hotel than on her website. I might even stop by. They may make you remove one of your collars, Jack, but we should definitely go. <laughs> so, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at the Porsche Tower? The cure for a commodity is a brand. Yetis, most beachfront condos in Miami, they look the same. Frankly, they're commodities. If one of the buildings adds valet parking, so does every other building on the Strip. And you know what? Here's the problem with commodities. The cheapest price usually wins. So to not be a commodity, these Miami developers are borrowing luxury car brands. Yeah, guess what, besties? Porsche, they have no involvement in this Porsche Tower thing. Like, they're just licensing their brand and logo to the building. The developer is paying Porsche to use the Porsche brand because the Porsche brand has value. The Porsche Tower has a story they can tell prospective buyers to avoid being a commodity. And if they avoid being a commodity, they can demand a higher price. Because how do you cure a commodity, Jack? You cure it with a brand. And before we go, time for the best fact yet. This one whipped up by Jack and me, but mainly Jack because he has an unhealthy <laughs> obsession with the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> okay, the Brooklyn Bridge opened up in 1883. When it opened, people were afraid to walk across it. I mean, yeah, it's 1883. This was the longest bridge in the world. So they had to say, 
how are we going to test the strength of this new long Brooklyn Bridge? And nobody was volunteering. There also were no cars to test the bridge because cars didn't exist yet. So they tested the bridge with something else that was really big. What did they test the bridge with, Jack? Elephants. They tested the Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> with elephants. In 1883, the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus paraded their troop of elephants across the bridge in a public spectacle. Everyone in Brooklyn and Manhattan saw these elephants going across the bridge, so they felt safer walking across the bridge. If the bridge can hold Jumbo, it can hold Jimbo, too. Including, eventually, cars. Yetis, you looked fantastic for our car-focused bonus pod. Everyone looked great, Jack. If you got a buddy who's interested in the car industry or somebody who just likes cars, you got to send them this episode. I mean, Jack, I think what we got to say technically, legally is pull your car over right now. <laughs> Go to the side of the road. <laughs> then send them this episode. Text your buddy about today's pod. They're going to love it. And if you show us that you shared the show, you'll be entered to win a free kit of T-Boy merch and two tickets to a T-Boy live show next year. And then you can drive anywhere on that chassis looking fantastic. Call it Pod Pilot. In the meantime, Jack and I got to whip up our fourth bonus pod for the holidays. No credit on my Pado Pilot line? It was so good, it <laughs> deserved its own credit, Jack. That is Nick and I. will see you tomorrow. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, Tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. We want to get to know you. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you, like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.